Well, thank you so much. Welcome to Chat and Grow. I'm here with Rye, and he is going to talk to us about storytelling. Um, hello to everyone on Facebook, and hello to everyone from Chat and Grow. Um, I'm really excited to talk to him about this because, and what I was sharing with him earlier was that I feel like I'm so like taskmaster, these are the things we need to do, that sometimes we forget to tell our story. Um, and I had the opportunity, I've had actually a couple now to hear how um, hear the end result of what Rye has put together in, in a sense of storytelling. And I'm just so fascinated by it. I think it's really effective. So, um, but I, that's the extent that I even know about it. So I'm probably even explaining it wrong. So I'm really excited to ask him some questions and I hope that you get a lot out of it. If you have any questions, if you're on Facebook, um, just put it in the comments. If you're watching us on Zoom live, uh, be sure to put it in the chat. Taylor, who works here with us at OMH, she will be fielding your questions and feeding them into them, into us. But I am going to actually hog Rye for a little bit and just ask him some questions myself and we'll have some discussion. And then after a little bit, uh, we will start fielding your questions, but feel free to go ahead and share them right away. So um, let me just tell you a little bit about Rye. Um, Rye Taylor is a story architect and podcast launch strategist for many of today's New York Times bestselling authors, influencers, and businesses. He is honored to be contributing to be a contributing writer for the Huffington Post and Good Men Project, among other publications. He lives in the wilds of Montana with his wife, Mandy, and their two adventurous boys. <laughs> um, I'm just really pleased, like I said, to be here with you. And one thing, um, in fact, Alex is here helping us with sound that we were talking about. I was like, look how brave I am. I don't even really know what I'm doing with podcasts, but I have someone here who actually helps people put them together and, and things like that. So um, I just really feel honored to have you. Thank you so much for coming. Well, thanks for letting me be here. I'm excited about this whole process. and. The roads actually got me here, even though they were a bit icy today. I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> That's true. Yes, we work out of Billings, Montana, downtown Billings. Um, we love our office here at OMH. But Rye and I both live in Stillwater County, mm -hmm. which is about 45 to 50 miles away. And, um, you know, a couple passes and a lot, a lot of semis. Not there's, I mean, I love semis. Thank you. I'm, you know, all for commerce. But it's it's, you know pretty scary yeah, a little bit so I'm not gonna lie so <laughs> thank you for coming and making the trip so well, thank you um, yeah well first of all can you just tell me a little bit about yourself and just share um, what you do and um, yeah and sure such. definitely so I am a storyteller that's what when people say what do you do I say I'm a storyteller and of course as soon as they see or they hear that they think oh He's unemployed. <laughs> so at <laughs> least that's it. what I've usually gotten. Oh my gosh. But that's okay. really what it amounts to is that that's all I do is I help others share their dreams. They build mm -hmm. a better business by telling a better story. And I get to go through that process with them. Mm -hmm. And some people call it branding. Some people call it, uh, you know, development of, of a business. But at the end of the day, it's about telling their story in a unique and in way uh, a unique way that nobody else is going to nobody else is going to be able to steal mm -hmm. because it's theirs. It's mm -hmm. their personal journey, and uh, people are attracted to that. It's not just about the brand; it's about the story behind the brand, mm -hmm. and you see that. And I get to be a part of that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. awesome. So um, I, I kind of feel like, and we talk about things a lot here, that I feel like we say it and it 
to us, it just means everything like branding. And, but I feel like a lot of times to entrepreneurs, especially people like me where we're like, okay, so how do I brand, you know? Mm -hmm. And so then there's a task list and Mm -hmm. we can mark off all those things. Mm -hmm. But I feel like with storytelling, it it feels different to me. So Mm -hmm. is there a way we can kind of demystify it a little bit and share? Mm -hmm. What does that mean exactly? Well, really, if you are doing storytelling right in business, what you're doing is you're what we love to do, especially in small business or solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call yourself, at the end of the day, it's very easy to become the hero of the story. Mm. And that's the first mistake in branding is that we create this wonderful, beautiful, exciting brand, this wonderful, beautiful, exciting business. But at the end of the day, it's all about us. It's all about what we've accomplished or what we've been doing and those type of things. And so we just happen to offer a service or a product. What you've got to do is you've got to make your client, you've got to make your customer that hero of the story. Mm. They're the ones that are the champions of your story. If you make them the champions and you're the guide, mm-hmm. then the world changes. They're the ones that start sharing about you. They're the ones that start letting everybody know about you because they're, it's their story, not yours. Mm. And that's, that's really the dynamic that needs to change in a lot of small businesses is that they have this thing that they've worked hard to accomplish and to mm-hmm. build up, but they're the hero of that story. And that's where most people go wrong is because if you're the hero of the story, then who's your guy? Yeah, there's, there's no room mm-hmm. almost for exactly. someone else in exactly. that story. Yeah. So can you give me an example mm-hmm. of that? Oh, yeah. There's oh, there's so many examples that you can have. One of my favorite is uh, just recently that I've been researching is actually called Unroofed Furniture in Kansas City. And Unruh is uh, great. I actually heard this from another storyteller. His name is Donald Miller. Oh, my gosh. I just have a minute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know I love I'm, Donald Miller. Yeah, he's great. And he, he actually the shares author, the story. Right? Yes, okay, the yeah. author. Yeah. Exactly. And so he shares the story Shout about out, Sarah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> we have our own little, like, obsessed fan club. Oh, so oh, I'm sorry. Oh, go Donald ahead. Miller. Oh, that's good. Yeah. No, okay. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan myself. Okay. So, so sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but anyway, Unruh Furniture, he tells this story, and he actually helped them with their storytelling. And basically what it is is that it's this, these craftsmen, these artisans that are in Kansas City, they actually have an old church that they build this furniture, custom furniture for families. But instead of focusing on the furniture and the product itself, what they've done is they focused on all the stories of uh, the families mm. that buy that furniture. Why would you want to buy an expensive piece of furniture when you could go to Ashley Furniture down the road? Mm -hmm. The reason is because it's a generational thing. This piece of furniture doesn't represent wood. It represents all the stories that go along with a family, generation after generation, having that piece. Mm -hmm. And they are the hero of Unruh Furniture. Unruh has a great story, but they always point to their customers as the hero Mm -hmm. of their, their whole journey. And they're just the ones that provide them the access, that they're the guides that give them that piece, that generational piece of furniture, that they can they can keep things going for hundreds of years. And many, I, I really do believe that their furniture can last that long. It's oh, wow. amazing. Yeah. So that's just an example of somebody focusing not on their product or their service, but actually focusing on the families that they're touching. Mm -hmm. And they know exactly who their target demographic is. Mm -hmm. Because what they're doing is they're actually reaching mostly the the mothers 
in those in those family units, they're saying, hey, mm-hmm. these are our targets. These are the ones that want a legacy for their entire family. Mm-hmm. And so they're focusing on those moms going, hey, this piece of furniture is great for you, but it's going to be great for your kids and their kids and so on. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like it. part of the family. Oh, it is. It is. That piece of furniture is not a piece of wood that just happens to be crafted and customized. Mm-hmm. That is a part of the family. It's a generational thing. Okay. Yeah. So when I, as I'm listening, like I love that. <clears> and <throat> I just think, you know, what a beautiful way to, you know, we talk a lot here about, you know, knowing our target audience, yeah. who are we speaking to? And yeah. then uh, focusing on benefits, you know, like what you're saying where it's like the benefit is, is you have like this piece that's mm-hmm. a piece it's not just like disposable furniture mm-hmm. that you'll be moving in and out every 10 years yeah and so but the way that you just said it was so beautiful it wasn't like you know normally we're like okay so focus on the benefits and mm-hmm. you know um so i i'm wondering how do we connect the two so like as a business owner um how First of all, is there a difference between what I'm saying where it's like focus on the benefits mm-hmm. and two, how do you bridge that gap so it's not so, I always say left brain, but it's not so mechanical and it mm-hmm. turns into something more alive? Yeah. Well, you really have to give your customers or your clients a map. Mm-hmm. You have to give them some kind of blueprint to where they can go, oh, this is for me. Mm-hmm. This is my journey. This is my journey. Mm -hmm. This is my opportunity to do something, and they just are equipping me with it. Mm. See, with businesses, they're they're providing something, usually a benefit to the the customer, but at the end of the day, it's still the business's product or service. And it's just transferring over that ownership to the, the hero of your story. And Donald Miller says it really well there, too. As far as, you know, it is. It's about that guide giving the map. To, to the hero mm-hmm. so that they can continue on their journey. doesn't mean it'll always be easy for your client or customer, but you're equipping them in a way that they'll always come back when they need that extra step, that extra help. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's just a, a, a paradigm shift as far as how we think small businesses. And uh, there's opportunities to do that every single day. Just, just the opportunity for us to meet together. Mm-hmm. You're giving me a chance to be the hero of this conversation. Mm. You're giving me an opportunity that I'm going to start sharing about you guys as soon as I leave. Hey, I had this opportunity. They gave me a platform today. Mm. So you made me the hero today. Oh, yay. And uh, thank you for being the guide in this oh, whole yeah. conversation. And that's exactly Great. what it's about. It's okay. just this opportunity together. Nice. And um, everybody out there as well. Yeah. Well, and so... Um, one, a couple things kind of occurred to me while you were saying that. One is how powerful, um, again, as business owners, not everybody is really like thinks like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I don't really have time to be that, that feels really good. If it sounds all feely goody, you know. Yeah, right. um, however, I just want to like add to it and maybe get your feedback on on this. But it's just really powerful as a sales tool to attach feelings mm-hmm. to uh, copy mm-hmm. to um, whether you, what you're talking about with the storytelling um, and all the different vehicles we can use like online and print and audio um, but attaching those feelings to it it's like it it really adds a new level of power to mm-hmm. your copy mm-hmm. it, it really does and what I've found at least in my business is that female entrepreneurs are usually better at that mm. and uh, the majority of my customers happen to be female entrepreneurs because 
they understand that it's not just about a list of benefits. It's not just about a specific product. It's about that feeling that's attached to that, mm -hmm. that story that belongs to not the, the entrepreneur, but the person that they're providing the service or product to. So I guess, too, it's it's safe to say that, like, if someone's out there listening right now and they're like, I didn't even, it didn't even occur to me that storytelling was even that important. Mm -hmm. So if they're kind of waking up to it and going, wow, and they're like me and they're like, I'm really not good at putting that together. I mean, so first of all, women, good job, mm -hmm. like, go at it. Mm -hmm. But I think the important thing to note is once you know that something is important and um, as being a part of your marketing system that you find someone who's good at it if you feel like it's a weakness for mm -hmm. you. So I think that that's a really good time to poke on that pain and go, okay, um, again, there's a lot. What are some other advantages besides just um, feeling good, mm -hmm. which is kind of what we talked about at the beginning, yeah. and what I was talking about where it's like an emotional, are there other advantages to using storytelling? Oh, most definitely. It gives you a more natural and organic conversation. Because if you're giving just a list of benefits, they're going to say, okay, they're, they're pitching this and it's either important for me or it's not. Mm -hmm. But if you tell a story, they're going to engage in different pieces of that. They may not believe even the whole story, but if they can associate with certain pieces of it, they're going to associate with you and find positive feelings about you as the business owner, you as the entrepreneur. And that's a very important piece. It's a piece that we're all missing in, in, in well, not all. It's often missing. Often mm -hmm. missing in advertising is mm -hmm. that advertising was a story a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And it's coming back to that. You know, thousands of years before we ever had advertising, we had stories by the fire. Mm. It's going back to that. People want that organic understanding that this is a value to me. Mm -hmm. And this person is the one that can guide me and help me get there. Right. And that's a big deal. So it isn't just about the feeling. It's about that organic sense of belonging and ownership to that particular service or product. It's not yours. It's not mine. It's the clients. Right. Well, and I think that brings up a good point, too. Like, it turns it into a conversation. So I feel like a lot of, and, and we talk about this a lot, especially with web development and mm -hmm. social media, a lot of times it's really tempting for business owners to have an agenda that mm -hmm. they're trying to drive. Mm -hmm. And that's all well and good. If you kind of take a different approach at storytelling, it opens up conversation and your audience is able to interact with things that maybe if you bullet pointed it out, yeah, people love bullet points. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm all for, I love bullet points. <laughs> However, <clears throat> when I'm forced to sit down and read a story and then I get engaged in it, I might have questions that I wouldn't have even thought of because I had more background to it versus just boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. So, And I'm not talking about the out, uh, about us page either. And, you know, that can be important, but that's not where people primarily focus. I mean, let's face it. Nobody's going to just go straight into the about us as soon as they get land on a page. It just doesn't happen often. What they're going to see is if you're providing some kind of value for them. Now, once they discover that, they may go to the About Us, but you've got to weave the story throughout the web page. You've got to weave it throughout your business. Mm -hmm. If they're not seeing that and understanding that, um, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. and, and I'd like to share just a little little piece of yeah. a, a, a business that did that with me just the other day. Yeah. Uh, it was actually Zappos. Have you ever done Zappos? You know what um, it is? I've, I've read um, Delivering Happiness. Yeah. I love Zappos. Yeah. <laughs> Zappos is very interesting, and I don't have a lot of... Uh, 
I, I know he's uh, the owner has written a book, the CEO, I guess he mm -hmm. is, but he's written a book that it's supposed to be spectacular. It is. But what it was is what touched me as a customer is they made me a hero on a phone call when it could have gone very poorly. Mm. So I had this shoe, a waterproof shoe that I bought from Zappos, shoes, I guess I should say, uh, waterproof shoes that shrunk. One one of them actually shrunk. Oh my gosh. So I called them up and said, hey, you know, this is supposed to be a waterproof shoe. Is there anything that you can do for me as far as a return or what have it? And they said, well, you know, we're really sorry to hear that you had this trouble and uh, we can, we get it. Mm -hmm. And this lady just started asking me about Montana. She was like, oh, I could see why you were needing waterproof shoes. Yeah. And that, <laughs> she got into my life. Mm. She made me feel special. And then I said, is there anything you can do? Is there any way I can return this and get another pair? She said, no, you don't need to return it. We trust you. But what we'll do is we'll send you out another pair today mm. and you'll get it tomorrow. Oh, wow. And we live in an area that overnight shipping is <laughs> not exactly yeah. easy. <laughs> Sometimes so, three-day shipping is not easy. Exactly. <laughs> and so what happened is that uh, that particular shoe, I wasn't a big fan of it anymore. So I said, well, is there any way I could get a different one? And she said, yeah, let me look it up. She looked it up, found a more expensive pair of shoes, and sent those instead. Mm. And it was very impressive to me, mm -hmm. the, the customer service, treating me as the hero of the story, mm -hmm. trusting me that, hey, he had a bad pair of shoes. Because I could have manipulated that or tricked right. her. But that wasn't the first thought. It was that trust. Mm -hmm. And so now I tell people about Zappos. Yeah. Because they made me the hero of their story. And they just happen to be the guide. And I will buy shoes from them again. Well, and that brings up two really good points. One being that customer service is your best form of marketing. Mm -hmm. The end. Mm -hmm. Like, we can talk all day long about how to create the story and weave it in. and But at the, at the end of the day, your customer service is really the front line mm -hmm. for your marketing mm -hmm. program mm -hmm. and how that created a story. You know, that's not something they're going to put on their website, or mm -hmm. maybe they will. But... But it just is an experience that's actually happening. Um, the other thing is, and I always say this, is it's really easy to be awesome when things are going awesome. Mm -hmm. But how a company responds when things are tough says everything, yep. you know. And I've built better relationships based on things going sideways than I have on just, la, 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 that was awesome, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, I've also had some that just went sideways. But <laughs> but the ones that don't, that they just, like, show up and they, you know, are just, like, right there. And that's, you know, I know what we try to do, too. But um, it's not always easy. But, again, it creates that story and, um, and really makes the other person the hero of it. So that's awesome. Let me just mm -hmm. see. I know... Taylor um, shot me some really good questions, too. Oh, she was asking about industries. Like, um, I feel like, okay, so we do a lot of websites for a lot of different industries. Mm -hmm. So, And I know sometimes when we're writing and we're thinking of the audience and things like that, it's a little bit more challenging than others. Yes. So would you say that, um, like, do you have any thoughts on approaches for different industries, yeah. one industry versus the other? You know, that's a really good question. I've had a lot of industries too. I've had everything from a, a crime scene cleanup organization all the way to high-end microphones. Mm. And so there's a vast, <clears throat> you know, a vast difference on how people tell stories. And so what you've got to do is you've just got to figure out who, of course, your target audience is. Mm -hmm. And then you've got to find that fireside chat where that is. You've actually got to set up a fireside chat with your customer. 
your client. That person, you've got to have some kind of ongoing relationship with them to where they're sitting across that fire. They're looking into your eyes and they're asking you, I need some guidance. Mm. And if you can't find that fireside chat, you're missing an important piece of your business. And I mean that in the most organic way that you can. You know, or this right now, what we're doing is a fireside chat. Mm -hmm. This is an opportunity for us to dialogue, but it's also everybody that's watching right now. They're able to dialogue back and forth with us. They're able to have that fireside chat and ask questions. They're asking for guidance. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we can make them the hero today. And so it is so important, that element. It doesn't matter what industry mm -hmm. you're in, because... We had to find a fireside chat for a crime scene cleanup. Which company. I've heard that story, and it's yeah. amazing. Like, I wish we had time that I could just be like, okay, tell us that story, because yeah. I love it. I think it's it's phenomenal. So, But, you know, at the end of the day, those kind of companies, you know, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what it is. There is an opportunity to connect with your audience. There is a way to have that chat. And as far as business size, do you feel kind of the same way? Or yeah. In fact, I think that it doesn't matter if it's a, a solopreneur or, you know, there's been organizations that have been hundreds, if not thousands of employees that I've, I've engaged with. And at the end of the day, they had to find a way. Um, like, for example, Heil. I worked with Heil Microphones. And they're, um, they're well, the person that started it all, his, his name is Heil. He actually, he, uh, he started with rock bands, of all things. Now, he's an older gentleman, and he's talking about the Who in the 60s and all that kind of stuff. And it was a great story. <laughs> it just it was engaging people. And that's what we found to be the Fireside Chat. So he started a podcast telling all these generational stories about how he was in the backstage with the Who and mm -hmm. how he connected with the Rolling Stones and all these kind of opportunities. And it was just an engagement level with his people, those people that were interested in his microphones, but they were also interested in him mm. because of his, he was a great guide. Mm -hmm. He is a great guide. Mm -hmm. And it's just fun to hear how he's had 50 years in rock and roll. Mm -hmm. and well, and I think too, what you just said, it's a little bit different. Um, and I'm, and I'm kind of, like I said, I'm like a total study of this because I, I feel like I have a lot of room for improvement, but there's there is a place for sharing our own story. Mm -hmm. um, so yes. even though we're talking about bringing other people in and making them the hero, and that's a huge part of it, there is a place to say because I always feel like that. Like I always forget to say, oh, by the way, um, I've done marketing before. Uh, I had a life, you know, mm -hmm. up until now. This I didn't just start yesterday, um, but I I forget to kind of bring those things in mm -hmm. and tell that story. Um, and so I feel like. I go back and look and I'm like, I feel like everybody just kind of entered into halfway through my conversation, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, as a business owner, do you see a place for that? And how does one approach that? Mm. Well, there is a place for your story. There has to be, because if you don't have authority and empathy as a guide, mm -hmm. if people don't see that, they're not going to follow you. Mm -hmm. They're not going to listen to what you have to sell right. or say or anything else. They're not going to be there with you. So you've got to share enough. The key is when to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a little more difficult. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, when we start talking about ourselves and our journey, we love to share that opportunity, or at least we should. We should love to share our background, mm -hmm. our struggles. 
if anything. Our humanness, could, yes. too. Like our humanity and if just there, who we are as a person. If there's anything that I tell people when, when I'm working with them as clients is that you've got to show your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. You've actually got to show where you've failed. Right. Because that shows that you've overcome that mm-hmm. and you've become something better. And usually and that's what them. they're trying to do. Is exactly. They're trying to get to somewhere and they're like, well, you know. Well, what do you know about it? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're seeking your business, your advice, your consulting because they've had some kind of falter or failure in their life mm-hmm. and they're trying to overcome that. If you've also had a failure and you've overcome it, hey, you're mm-hmm. a great guy. Maybe I should listen to you. And even like we've had clients who are locksmiths, for mm-hmm. example. And so I feel like that's even true for them. Like mm-hmm. they, And I feel like they're actually really good at sharing their story. Like mm-hmm. this is us, you know. <laughs> You can trust us to unlock your house. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. things like that. And so I think, again, it goes back to any industry that, yeah. um, you know, having that balance of like, okay, here's, I'm going to open up a little bit into who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, if you, like, I, I know for myself, and I don't know, maybe I'm the only one out there who is like this, but I feel like I have a hard time picking, what do I talk about? You know, yeah. there's like all this stuff. Um, I know what I care about, but um, I think there's a lot to be said for having someone help you mm-hmm. um, kind of. Do you have any suggestion? I mean, that was kind of a big topic, but mm. being someone who's good at breaking it down and taking a big story and making it into a story of different lengths, mm-hmm. what, what do you have any kind of tips or oh, approaches? Yeah. Well, one thing that you don't want to do is start. Uh, in fact, I just recently had a client that did this. They actually started their story in the womb. Oh, geez. That's a little <laughs> too five, far yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too far back. If people go like this when you start, it's too early. And that was the first chapter. Oh, no. So there needed be it to be some advice there and mm-hmm. some counsel. Hey, that's probably not the best place to start. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that to make fun of him because no. he's got a very interesting... I mean, probably, like, we probably all told stories like that. Exactly. Where someone's I'm like, whoa, yes. that's, you know, like... Exactly, that's too There's far a face back. that we all know that we've all had come at us that we're like, oh, I think I started this a little too early. So at the end of the day, find that frame for your story find a piece of your story that you really love to share um, don't tell your life story don't tell decades even mm-hmm. give an opportunity for that frame mm-hmm. even with um, with uh, Bob Heil that has 50 years right that he was sharing he still made it a frame of rock and roll right and his influence in that category mm-hmm. so you've got to find your framework you've got to make sure that your story fits inside a specific frame Mm -hmm. because if you go too broad you're losing everybody Mm -hmm. and we know that that goes back to the target audience yeah but it's the opportunity you've got to find that one or two stories that really resonate with your target audience those people that you really care about yeah well and it's nice too i've noticed for myself um i've been trying to like say things and this kind of goes for everybody because we all have moments where we're like a lot of us are in networking groups or Mm -hmm. things like that or just in a room where someone wants to know what we do Mm -hmm. um i like it when people that i really trust that i know will tell me stuff um they'll say like why didn't you tell why didn't you talk about this or um, and, and so if there are things you want to add, I'm always like, okay, so what should I take out? Mm-hmm. You know, so I always have like in my mind a mental timer. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's almost like in the fridge. You have, In fact, I'm like this in the kitchen. Everybody here knows I'm a big foodie. And so it's like if there's something in my kitchen, like I love gadgets, but I don't like clutter. Mm-hmm. And so if something, if I get something new, something else has to come out. And so mm-hmm. I feel like that one 
when some, you know, and it's usually a good family member or someone I work with that'll be like, why didn't you tell that you do this? And I'll be like, okay, so what do I take out? Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that maybe that's a good way to gauge it is Mm -hmm. to have someone we trust who will tell us the truth. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And there are people in all our lives, hopefully Mm -hmm. all our lives that can really do that, that they can, they can say, Hey, this is a great part of you. This Mm -hmm. is, this is a moment. And it may not even be related to your business, but it's related to you as a person that or showing empathy or weakness or integrity or, or whatever that key is. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the locksmith, for example, you know, they've got to show some kind of integrity. Mm -hmm. You don't want somebody that used to be a cat burglar. Most likely. I know how to pick locks. (laughs) I was like, no thanks. (laughs) Or maybe you do. You know, even with a locksmith that happens to be a, or, you know, happen to be a cat burglar, Mm -hmm. if he shares that in the proper framework, you can even share that story of weakness or failure or whatever and how he overcame it or she overcame it. There are opportunities. It doesn't matter how uh, much you failed in a, a situation. There are frameworks to where you can go, yeah, I failed, but it's made me better because of like. Yeah, and the bottom line, we all have stories. Oh yeah, and so mm-hmm. it's really good to use that as, um, you know, as part of what we do. So if you're at, if you're listening live, um, go ahead and start sharing your questions, and I'll I have more for Rye, so we'll keep talking about those. But um, but definitely do uh, share those. So um, let's see here. Um, and we talked about industries. Um, okay, so. Are there any areas, this is kind of a weird question, but because I don't know, I hardly know anything about it, I feel. Um, are there areas where you feel like it's really not appropriate to use it in a certain, Have you, especially because you work in this industry, mm-hmm. have you seen it kind of played out where you're like, wow, that, that was a miss? <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, you mean as far as like a, a client story and that they, they just, they messed up in telling too much? or, or, or? I, Just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if I were like, okay, I am going to go out there and I'm going to integrate like condensing my story to mm-hmm. be really relevant. And then I'm also going to like, because I'm strategy. I mean, I, you know, storytelling should be a lot more feeling, but I don't operate like that. So mm-hmm. I would be going, okay, so I want this section. And then I want to like, how can we incorporate storytelling as our clients are in our audience is the hero. Um, so I'm wondering like, are there pitfalls? Are there things where you're like, okay, um, and examples work. So if you have an example, that'd be really helpful. Otherwise, if you're, if you just have some ideas about like, don't go down that road mm-hmm. um, because that's, you know, a misuse of storytelling or I mean I don't know yeah. what could happen I don't even know like what what could go wrong but well maybe with, you've seen with things. stories there can also be manipulation and okay. if there's manipulation you lose your businesses or you know your clients or customers pretty quickly you've got to make sure that you're not manipulating people can you expand on that yeah I definitely can advertising in many ways a lot of advertisers can manipulate a feeling or an experience and make people feel that they're less than without their mm. product if you're ever focusing on the less than instead of more of, then in my opinion, you're going down the wrong path. You are not less than without this product. You are more of who you really are. Mm-hmm. You are the hero, and we can help you get beyond what you are, not not uh, take away if you don't have. Can you have an example? Like, Can you share something? Oh, wow. It doesn't have to yeah. be a client. Like, Where something you've seen, and you don't have to name names if you don't want to, but just in general... Something that you've seen that maybe you can give a Well, one of the people that does this the best is actually a, a client. He has a podcast as well. His name is Bob Burke. He wrote the book called The Go-Giver and several follow-up books. 
who's an international bestseller. He's a wonderful guy. He is one of the most genuine people that I've ever met in my life. But the one thing about Bob that amazes me is he the, is always giving more of. Mm. He's always placing that. He's always got his target audience in mind, which are entrepreneurs. He's always adding value to their lives for free. Mm. He does a lot of that. In fact, he does it to me. Every single time I listen to his audio, he always calls me by name because I help him with his podcast. So he always says, hey, Rye, you know, there's a couple of times I messed up here. Just appreciate what you do. I really appreciate you helping me with this story. And here it is. Mm. He's adding more of Mm -hmm. to my life. Mm. He's making me a hero even though he's my client. Mm. And that's amazing that he can do that. So the go-giver, that concept of giving and giving and taking care of your clients and customers to the point that they feel so much added value that they want to purchase whatever you have available. Mm -hmm. Because they know if you're giving this much away for free, if you're giving this opportunity to me to be a better person, more of who I really am anyway, then I'm going to purchase whatever you have to sell. Mm -hmm. And it's not because they feel guilted into it or that they'll be less of if they they're going to fail if they don't have that exactly. one tool it's not about failure mm-hmm. it's about wow you've added value to me and i want to see if you could add more value and how i can even support you in your journey well at the end of the day too i mean two things one the right thing is always the right thing so mm-hmm. i feel like it always kind of comes back to that um, however, you you want to be careful who you're taking your advice from anyway. Or mm-hmm. and and I would even say like no matter what industry you're in, who you're working with at all. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us, I mean, this whole thing is you know we're all entrepreneurs. I'm just going to assume all of us. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, we are. Um, you know, Alex, who's here doing the sound, and and Taylor, she's really entrepreneurial. Um, and so it's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if you're like out there hanging it all out there, you have to take all these risks and you have to you know, deal with haters or deal with being ignored. That's really what happens most of the time in the beginning. And then you're hated and then you're kind of people are wondering what's happening. And then all of a sudden you're a hero. You know, 15 years later, you're an overnight success. So um, so then when you're working with someone. If they're sucking it out of you because they're making, you know, like what you're saying, where they're manipulating to make it feel like. There's just something in us, I think, that doesn't feel right yeah. when that's happening or mm-hmm. when we're listening. To, so we don't we don't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of what you're saying is like um, when we're telling stories, not to use it to yeah. never manipulate. manipulate people to to want your services. They need to need your services. Mm-hmm. Really, that's at the end of the day, that's what you need. Then they need your services because you're making them better, not. Because they don't have your services, you're making them worse. So right. If that makes sense. And and there's there's a lot of opportunities for us with storytelling just to tell people who we really are, mm-hmm. how we failed, what our opportunities are, and how we can grow as businesses. And uh, we can make them more of who they are with those fireside chats. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Um, okay. So, again, okay. So, and I kind of touched on this before, is like... And I just want to make sure nobody else has a question because I have another one. Um, so, and I've said this a million times, like, I feel like I'm not really great at prioritizing and figuring out how to tell a story because I'm so, like, m- methodical. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so if, like, a lot of entrepreneurs are, are like I am. Like, mm-hmm. I know a lot of entrepreneurs, and I know um, even talking about that we're meeting, they're just like, what? Like, I don't even, I can't even comprehend what, sorry, like, 
how do I do that exactly? And what does the first sentence look like? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. do I have a you know, thesis statement? And, you know, I mean, and so kind of speaking to them, um, a lot of them also are like, well, I can't really hire, like I can't, I'm trying to afford a website, yes. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, do you have anything for us, you know, um, storytelling dis- dysfunctional people? <laughs> yeah, that you could do on your own. That would help. Yeah, most definitely. Because what you need to do is step back from your brand, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're starting out. It doesn't matter if you just created your logo. It doesn't matter wh- how far you've gotten. In my opinion, storytelling is one of the first steps. If it's not, uh, I, like, let's say you're 20 years down the road. You've got this business. You've created a culture. But you're not really happy with the direction that it's going. And a lot of people find themselves in that hmm. in business. What happens is they've created something. They've learned that they're servicing a particular client or customer and then all of a sudden, they're miserable in what they're doing. Mm. And so you've got to go back to the drawing board of what is the story that you want to tell? What is it that you really want to share with the world? What is it that you can provide value with? And if you do that, it, it doesn't take somebody else. It doesn't take me to ask you the questions to get there. You can just look at any movie and find a specific formula that you can follow. And that basically what you're looking at is you're looking for a hero okay, to the story, which is not you. Mm-hmm. You're the guide. But you're looking for a hero that has a problem. The problem is something that they fall flat on their face. And you see this in movies all the time. Then they're seeking out a guide, which is you. Mm-hmm. Now, you've got to start telling that part of your story. You are a guide that has a map. What does your business do? What is it? that you can get, make them more of a hero. And once you give them that map, of course, they're still going to go through some struggle. They're going to go through it because, but you're there. Mm-hmm. You're along the way. And you've got to share that and create that and craft that before you ever get to the branding, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because once you craft that, how you can help them through the struggle, once you've given them product or service, once you help them through that and they succeed, then they're going to come back again. So what you've got to do is craft that before your branding and then figure out if that logo matches that story. If it doesn't, you may need to redo the logo. Well, and a lot of times if you brought something like that to your designer mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this is my story, mm-hmm. the designer's like, thank you so much. Exactly. <laughs> like, at least times? the designers I've talked to, I mean, that would be like, oh, uh, I mean, they have like all these questions to like drag out the story. Mm-hmm. But if, if that was developed ahead yes. of time, that actually is a big gift mm-hmm. to the person helping with the logo and we're not talking a novel we're talking Mm -hmm. a couple of paragraphs an opportunity Mm -hmm. just to write out this is who i am Mm -hmm. this is who i want to help this is how i can help them Mm -hmm. and when they struggle this is how i can get them past that Mm -hmm. that that's what three paragraphs Mm -hmm. and thank you for the bullet points like all of a sudden all that i could feel myself going whoa i don't know if i could do all that but that just now what you said i feel like was magic it was like okay so that's really what it is. It's and measurable. But then taking a minute to, yeah. it's almost like quiet room, mm-hmm. listen to soft music play, mm-hmm. <laughs> and just um, make yourself sit there and just give yourself time to think yeah. on and those things. On yeah. You know, one of the, my favorite things to do with a client is uh, the blank page business. Mm-hmm. And basically what you do is you take your business and now it's a blank page. You've still got the assets in the bank. If you have any assets, but you still have the assets in the bank, but you're starting with a blank page. 
What do you really want to be doing? What do you really want to be serving? Mm -hmm. What do you want to give? And make sure that somebody else is better because they came to you. Mm. And what that does is it actually eliminates a lot of things. In many ways, a lot of clients, what they've done is they've they've realized when they get to go to the blank page, they're so excited because they don't have to do those 25 other things. All they have to do is focus on the one thing they want to make sure that they're giving more of to mm. their clients. Okay, so that's your homework right now is take out a blank page mm-hmm. and sometime – Whenever you're listening to this, whether it's live or whether it's on a podcast or whether you're watching the video playback, um, just look at a blank page mm-hmm. and write down who you want to be, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Who you want to help mm-hmm. and how, yeah. what they'll get out of it. Yeah, what you can give them that they'll be more of who okay. they are, more of the hero. So we're talking three or four sentences yeah. probably? Yeah. And Not- then... Share it on our Facebook page, and we'll give you a shout-out and hashtag blank page. Mm. So yeah. I would love to see it. Um, I'm going to do it today, so um, I will go ahead and post that on the OMH website. Um, I just think it's a great exercise, too. I love how – I love the idea of just kind of doing it out of the clear blue sky because I know a lot of times we can just get carried away with the day, and then especially if we're struggling with, like, how do I tell my story? And then just to have a minute just to go – okay, you know, um, had it, you know, like it's busy or it's not busy and you're making it busy, like whatever, wherever you're at with your business, I'm um, just having that minute to reflect mm-hmm. and share it, you know, and, you know, if you share something with me, you know, on our page today and, you know, it could be different in a month mm-hmm. because it develops and it's not about changing your mind or changing direction. Um, I like to call it pivoting, you mm-hmm. know, or just getting a little more focused mm-hmm. even. So today it might just be like, I don't even know how to do this. So here are four sentences. But then you look and do it again in a month. And, you know, it maybe it's getting more focused because you're spending more time reflecting on it. So I think mm-hmm. that's magical. I think that's awesome. And it's really doable. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't, you know, if it's not something that we do every day, I think sitting down and having something really focused a focused way to um, implement it, I think, is really powerful. Mm. Well, it makes a big difference with a lot of my clients because just having that blank page, just not having to worry about all the stressors that we find in business, not having to worry about taxes, not worrying about all the other things that just just pile drive us every day, it gives you an opportunity to start fresh. Mm. And once you start fresh, you're going to find out that that is your brand, that mm-hmm. is your story, that is your opportunity. That's how you want to serve. Mm -hmm. And then everything else, it just comes later and it comes naturally. It's kind of a byproduct of it, really. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Hey, Taylor, can you slack me hashtag blank page, too? (laughs) (laughs) Because sometimes we get carried away in talking about how fun it was and what we, all these nuggets we got out of it. But I don't, I don't want to overlook that. I think that that's a really powerful um, action, (laughs) action step. So um, let's see. Oh, look, I just looked at, my phone, we're live feed, and thank you for slacking that to me already. You rock. So Sarah has a question. She asks, where can we find more info about Rise Business? Do you have a website or a Facebook page? (laughs) Yep, I've got a Facebook page. You can find me at storypopstudios.com as well uh, with a website. And right now, we're just going through the process of of connecting people. Now, if you'd like to connect with me just one-on-one and just to have a conversation, you can get me at rye at rye-taylor.com. Okay. And that's uh, fairly simple. Story Pop is actually going through a revamp right now. 
because I'm um, playing with the idea. I do one-on-ones and have a blast with it. But I'm realizing more and more that people want to hear each other's stories in business. And so I'm crafting a mastermind that people can be a part of. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, very good. So on Facebook, what is your Facebook page? It is just uh, Facebook.com no. forward, oh, forward slash. Oh, what's that now? What? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, uh, for Facebook, it's it, you can find me at forward slash Rye Taylor. Okay. Or okay. you can do it forward slash Story Pop Studios. I've got that Story as well. Story Pop Studios. Okay. But I'm not super active on the Story Pop Studios on Facebook. Okay. So Rye Taylor would be a better one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So good question. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love your website, by the way. It's adorable. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's fun. It's, it's part of our story. It's part of my family's story. And I think it's important not just as us as individuals, but people connect with you as a whole mm-hmm. because you're not just one thing. And one thing, if I can share anything about when you're sharing your story is don't become a caricature mm-hmm. of your, of your uh, business, your industry, whatever. Don't become that one-sided, that, you know, that one a 2D image mm. of, of what you're supposed to be. Be well-rounded. Make sure that people know your weaknesses. Make sure that people know that if you've got kids or you've got a wife or a, a husband, let them know, you know, when you go on vacation, those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Let them hear who you are. Mm-hmm. Because if you do, they know you. They don't know just this, this veneer mm-hmm. that we often create in business life. Well, I think that, that that's so true um, because, well, first, first of all, we treat people different than we treat corporations. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there was the whole people versus what was what was the one where corporations are people too now or something <laughs> like it's just not. I mean, however it is politically, but truly if um, and we do this with social media a lot, we manage um, brand social media and we always say like what we can do. Um, there's a lot of education. We're giving value to the audience, but we always tell our clients like, "You win." You mm-hmm. know, so whatever we do, your profile is gonna be awesome, but we will never beat what you do. So if you, um, you know, we um, uh, we do uh, part of we help um, Chris Fleck um, Stillwater Anglers, mm-hmm. and so we always tell them we're like, you know, we can give people all these tips about fly fishing and and all these things but man when you go to argentina and you have pictures of your trip that wins and (laughs) but it's so true because people and even any of the industries we work work with it it is exactly true and we tell them exactly this i mean they don't go to argentina necessarily but we tell them the same thing where it's like if you if your staff had a party or if Mm -hmm. you know if there's something that human i mean people want to work with people Mm -hmm. they don't want to work with like you said you know just these 2d you know cutouts Mm -hmm. and so um i think that that's um a really important point that um and and i honestly that's why this whole day i was just really excited about because it is such an important piece and without it you are just a company or a brand Mm -hmm. and you really need to be a person and I should have looked this up ahead of time, but there's some statistic about like it's exponentially more um, successful businesses are branded. They also brand their owner mm-hmm. because it connects a human with the brand mm-hmm. it, and that's of any size. Yep. So, um, so yeah, so that's awesome. In fact, one of, um, let's see here, another question that I have and I, and I always ask that if you were the boss of the world and you could just make somebody do something, <laughs> what would it be? Whew. That's a really good question. 
if I was the boss of the world and can make any business and you can do just be like, anything. Yeah, and you're just like, this is what you're doing now. Yeah. I would say stop everything for a day and do the blank page. Hmm. Just stop it all. I mean, halt everything. Not only you as the owner, but also your your employees. Mm. Give them an opportunity to have the blank page. Mm. If they could write their job description, give them that blank page. Mm. If they could dream of what their job really could be, give them that opportunity to. Mm. Once you do that across the board in your organization, what you're going to find is that that person is suited better for another position. Mm. Or that person could thrive if only this was taken away and given to somebody else. Right. You know, there are so many opportunities we have when we stop for a complete day and just learn what our story really is. Hmm. Um, so important. Undercover, uh, being undercover is important in my opinion too, as far as being an influencer. Being um, undercover. Yeah, being undercover. A lot of people think of influencers as those charismatic people on stage. Right. But if you are doing something like the blank page, mm-hmm. be that undercover influencer. Empower your people to actually do that themselves and influence them in a way that Bob influences me. People don't know that he encourages me. As a client, he encourages me on a weekly basis just by those little words and an audio clip. Mm-hmm. But he's an undercover influencer for me, mm-hmm. even though he's also got his own platform. But being an undercover influencer is a big deal, mm-hmm. and it's often overlooked in people's lives. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I actually have a client, and I feel like I always joke she's the boss of me. Mm. And yeah, and few people are that where they'll just tell me what to do. Like, mm-hmm. that's just what you do. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name any names. I'm pretty sure if she's listening, she knows who she is. And I know Taylor knows who she is. But um, but yeah, and, and that's it is a gift. Like mm-hmm. just being yourself almost is a good way just to build that yeah. story with other people. And, um, and, and I've not done business with her yet, but if I need business in her industry she's the one I go to because she had and she's a client like that's Mm -hmm. how I met her that's how we built a relationship um so it just shows like how and I and this kind of goes back to to the whole idea that how you do one thing is really how you do everything Mm -hmm. and so if you develop habits like this um where you're thinking about the other person being the hero and how does that fit in and Mm -hmm. like what you're talking about with the white page or the blank page and and empowering the people who are working with you and your team to share that. Um, I mean, you're saying that, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's such a great idea, you know, because that input, everybody's part of it. Mm-hmm. And so to encourage that with everybody is just, um, I, I think it would be really powerful. So. Well, as a business owner, you're, in, you're making your uh, employees the hero for that day. Mm-hmm. How do heroes feel? They feel desired, they feel comforted, they feel empowered. Mm-hmm. And I think if a business owner can do that for his employees or her employees, wow. I mean, how spectacular is that? Well, and going back to your Zappos story, mm-hmm. how important was it that that employee felt empowered to mm-hmm. be such a huge part of the story mm-hmm. that it completely transformed your experience, that's right. you know? So, mm-hmm. that's a I think that's a really good bookend. Like I think that that really kind of brings it full circle. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, so before we go, is there anything else that you wanted to share? I have one more question, but before I do, um, is there anything else that you want to make sure that, that you share before we wrap up? Yeah, I would just say make sure that uh, it, sometimes when you're talking about storytelling, it, it, it seems like this nebulous idea right. out here that's, that's not measurable. That it, That's not true. If you take just systematic steps in telling <coughs> your story, just make sure that you 
are creating yourself as the guide. You understand who your hero is and how you can help them become more of a hero. Hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now my favorite question. Um, I'm a huge foodie, like I always <laughs> say. Um, so what is your favorite food or ingredient? Ooh, that, I, I, I love exotic foods. Okay. So chicken tikka masala is one of my favorites. Oh. I'm a big Indian food fan. I just think it's good. It's spicy. It's got all those... Every time you taste it, it's a little bit different as well. And so the those all those Nuances. little ingredients, I just want to taste the who what chef put what ingredient in. So do you eat it at home, or is there somewhere around here that yeah, there's you there's, like? there's there's a couple of places around here, but really, I haven't found my favorite. Okay. Since I left where where we came from, which was actually Kansas City. Okay. Kansas City has this restaurant called Swagats. If okay. anybody lives in Kansas City, you got to go to Swagats. And they just had this this wonderful meal. And uh, I have yet to replicate that at home. I have tried. <laughs> but but if there's anything that I can replicate, it would be chicken tiki masala. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's a, that's good. I'm, I'm with you. I like it. Well, um, thank you again for joining us. Thank you so much, Rye, for um, being a part of um, the show today. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. And we have, let me just let you know what's coming up. And also, before I start talking about the upcoming weeks, Again, I want to thank Alex Youngren, who does our sound. Um, again, if you go back to um, chatandgrow.com and you log in, you'll see the very first episode. And if you compare it to any of the other episodes, you can thank Alex for the huge improvement because he really has done a lot here. So I really, really appreciate that. Thank you so much to Taylor. She helps get all this put together and she fields questions and she's just so awesome and and such a ray of light. So I just really am um, grateful that she helps so much with that. Um, Thanks to everybody who's a part of this, who's been signing up and asking questions. Um, It just really makes it a lot of fun. So we do have some, um, some exciting interviews even more of them coming up in the future. Next week, we're bringing Jeff Leather back. He is the owner and editor of Billings Lifestyle Magazine. So we'll be, we're fine tuning the topic, but it will be marketing related. And I'm sure it, it's going to be awesome. He's me sharing a lot of his insight. So get your questions ready. The next week on the 25th, uh, Kirk Williams from Zato, uh, he does a lot of paper, he does pay-per-click advertising. So they do Google and Facebook. Um, I went on and on last week about it, so I feel like I can just tell you I'm very excited about that interview. Um, it's another topic that I'm like, ah, oh, I know how to do it, um, but he takes it kind of to another level where if you have a budget, which you should, if like it, it, what you get for um, the online marketing is just a lot, and it's measurable, and it's amazing, and he does a very good job of um, having his finger on the pulse of, of what's happening. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Google changes a lot. So <laughs> so anyway, so he keeps up on all those kind of things. Um, he actually does a lot of traveling to um, conferences and things, and I know he's spoken at several around the country. So I'm really excited to pick his brain about social media marketing. So um, And then in February, uh, just to give you a heads up, so a little bit of a save the date. On February 22nd, we will be welcoming Ryan and Abby from City Vineyard. So it will be our entrepreneur feature. So be sure and mark that on your calendar and be there. So again, thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Entrepreneurs are so brave and awesome. So just encouragement to uh, this week and the best is yet to come.